Welcome to The Redress, a new weekly fashion podcast where we'll be discussing style, trends and our endless quest to curate an elevated wearable and cohesive wardrobe. Hi, I'm Ebony, a fashion creative consultant. And I'm Emma, a content creator and stylist. So here we are, episode one, finally here. Episode one of The Redress. Ah, amazing. Yes. So yeah, fashion podcast, really wanted to cut out the noise. And I think the idea come about when we hosted a an event together. Yes. So Ebony was creative director at Free People and I'm a content creator. So we worked together in an in-store event and we just kind of hit it off immediately. Like a first date, it was, you know, pretty much got on really well, prepped for the night. I'm like the most anxious person doing any sort of live hosting events so when three people said that Ebony was co-hosting it it just instantly made me feel relaxed and yeah and it just went really well didn't it and we the feedback we got after was oh my god it was just like listening to a podcast so we was like aha okay maybe there's something in that so and then plotting and planning for quite a few months and then eight months later eight months later we are we are here finally here so yes we are finally here it feels good and yeah, I'm just excited to kind of start this new journey together. Yeah, we've both worked in the fashion industry for a really long time, but had totally different journeys. ways of journeys into it. So we just, yeah, thought we'd combine that and have just a weekly weekly chat with my friend about fashion. Nice. So, yeah, so should we give a bit of background sure. on our, obviously, like we said, we've both got a lot of experience in fashion. Yes. So I'd love to hear more about what are, your, what are your career highlights, would you say? Okay, so I started out at retail when I was 15 so one of my main kind of first moments um was when you had to do was it two weeks work experience at school? yes yeah um I did, I did one week with ITV because I used to do tv programs so I would work with that the, is a good work experience so I was being offered was, at my school yeah so I was behind the scenes doing the admin and helping people get auditions which was really fun and then I did a week at French Connection so that was my first ever retail job in store in store um, in my hometown, Nottingham, and I loved it. I was on the tills in the fitting rooms, just being busybody, getting everywhere. Um, loved putting the product out, doing visual merchandising, um, but also loved being in the fitting rooms, putting outfits together, serving the customers. And that was my first kind of like touch of retail. And you know, we used to get an amazing clothing allowance. So I'd get excited oh, wow. about getting my uniform and Choosing what I would outfit. wear. Oh, it was amazing. And I was like, the bee's knees are dressed up every Saturday. And I felt really proud of that job. Another highlight of my mine was when I first moved to London so I went to London and worked for Paul Smith I'd worked for Paul Smith throughout my university career at in the store at Willoughby House which was so you moved straight to London after uni yes so I used to work um, at the flagship store in Nottingham whilst uni and then I moved on to move to London and did visual merchandising so I'd get up at 6am crack of dawn and it was amazing because you'd go into department stores at 6am no one was there and just kind of be perusing the shelves and getting things out merchandising product it was amazing for me because I worked with menswear as well I think that's where I started to get that kind of menswear style loved it I mean Paul Smith is renowned for amazing tailoring also again we've got an amazing clothing allowance and I would almost pick out all of the show looks I used to ring the Paris store be like can I have look three I mean get like thousands of pounds of clothes super passionate about your for job, your yeah. allowance and so I loved that job um being in London was hard you know traipsing the streets at 6am and working lots of different stores and different department stores but again it was amazing I mean it was a great experience Good opportunity and then I guess my kind of most current moment is at Free People so I moved to Philadelphia and I was in between New York and Philadelphia I moved there to be a stylist for Free People so I was styling all of the shoots 
Um, amazing, again, amazing experience. It was completely just like brand new. And then very quickly on, I got promoted to be art director. So I was art directing and directing shoots, working with photography, post-production. It was incredible being on location, being on the stu- in the studio, working with models that I'd followed and, you know, loved their street style. So it was amazing, again, to work with them and put outfits together and almost collaborate on set. And then I moved back to the UK. So I moved back to the UK, back to Nottingham, my hometown, and was working in the London head office. So that's where we have two incredible showrooms and was working with department stores. So they would come in every month, look at our collection. We'd collaborate again on their edits, bring new business to Europe. So looking at different opportunities around the business and just working with different department stores, different boutiques and generating those relationships on a monthly basis. So I've just left. I think I've been out of the job now for is it three weeks. I took a leap of faith um, and decided to go out it alone um, just to work on other creative projects, represent myself, Ebony Francis. And it's just an exciting new venture. And this is obviously an incredible place to start. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Done so many amazing things. Thanks. Well, you've got a different journey, but yes. again, an equally dynamic and amazing experience, which I don't think, I mean, I'm sure your viewers and your listeners and followers already know, but when I first met you, I didn't know you had that much experience in the right. industry. So please share some of your three moments, three of your moments. Your three of my moments. highlight moments. Okay. So I, one of the moment that stands out in my career would be when I very first got into working in fashion, I was just like, oh, I want to be a stylist and really just had no idea sort of how, but yes. just sort of try to contact anyone that I knew that could give me any sort of experience and someone I met was a producer and she just completely had so much confidence in me and I really don't know why and was like oh my goodness I'm shooting a Rimmel London commercial come and do some styling for me and I was like uh are you sure (laughs) she was like yeah absolutely completely winged it I was so so nervous and I ended up styling a bus conductor so amazing yeah so I sort of I did like the extras (laughs) and I did the bus conductor and I just learned so much I think being thrown in the deep end Mm. and I don't know if it was where I was younger and the thought of it now I'm like how do I actually go turn up and do that and not really know because there's so much to think about when you're styling on set as well there's such like there's a bit of an etiquette on you know when can you jump in and change things around and you've got to have a bit of a confidence about you so but yeah that was definitely a key key moment and I ended up doing quite a lot of commercials um doing styling that way which was had a young family at the time so it was hard I sort of dipped in and out but loved it and yeah it's all sort of led to like what I do now then a second highlight I say would be I also worked as a fashion buyer which I absolutely loved it was it really was the dream job just like shopping for a living and it's like you know you've got these budgets and at the time we was buying Isabel Morant and it was when she was just just sort of really got big and it was just a real sort of moment we traveled like New York Paris Milan um and then yeah a real highlight would be being in the Isabel Morant showroom and you know you'd have seen like the show would have been a few days before so you would have seen the incredible catwalk show and how it was all styled and the energy yeah how it was all styled and put together was so inspiring and then all all of the the Isabel Morant like team members they would all be wearing the collection and walking around and you would be like oh, I just I want that outfit yes. and I want that outfit but it really did there was so many sort of we'd be like okay we're going to buy that and team it with this and yes. yeah that was that was incredible I absolutely adored that job and then yeah it sort of evolved and another highlight my last highlight would be so from what I do now so I'm a content creator so I've basically like, taken all of my experience and I see myself now as an online stylist mm-hmm. um so 
I get to work with some incredible brands. And if I'd been told that I'd be working with these brands sort of when I first started, like going, oh yeah, I want to be a stylist. I just wouldn't have believed you. But I think that's the beauty of the sort of content creating, like the blogs and the Instagram. It's, you can really sort of build your own business, which I guess for you, it's like exciting time. That's how you probably feel now as well. There's so many ways you can take it. So yeah, I work with brands like Netta Porter and Matches. And I think the highlight for me would be when I worked with Topshop. I think Topshop was such an iconic store. And from when I was younger, as a teenager, my mum used to let me like bunk off on my birthday and take our <laughs> birthday money. And we would head straight to like the flagship store in Oxford Circus. And I, you know, I could just remember the feeling like going down the escalator and that excitement mm. of having that whole shop and having a bit of money in my pocket to buy an outfit. So working with the team there and I hosted events there. They had like a campaign called like Topshop Girls and I got to be one of them. And it was a real pinch me moment so yeah really lucky I've got to do some amazing things and I love that it's all led to to what I do now where I work for myself like sort of work on my own terms and yeah I think this is why the podcast is just so amazing I get to work with you and there's I suppose only so much you can show on your socials as Mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. um you know where it is my work so actually have talking and chatting in a much more relaxed way about fashion I think yeah I think it's gonna be a good conversation Cool. So each week we'll be sharing what we're wearing and why. The why is often the most important, I think. It's the kind of the reason, you know, is it comfortability? Is it your formal attire? I think it's always important to understand like why you're wearing such an outfit. Um, But again, it's exciting to know what you're wearing and what the pieces are. So today I'm wearing a totem dress. I've had this for, I've probably had it for a couple of years. I've definitely got my wear out of it for sure. Thank you. I'm wearing it because I wanted to show up as my best self, episode one, of course, but it is super comfortable. It's a little bit, you know, airy, um, relaxed, but it has got the details that I love, a big shoulder off the shoulder, sorry, big shoulder, a big sleeve, a little bit off the shoulder, but it is really comfortable and I do feel kind of put together as well. And then I'm wearing the row cage sandals. Love that. And the reason why I'm wearing them is just to offset the femininity of the dress. These are kind of my investment piece I can't wait to wear them as it gets warmer but I love that kind of chunkier dad kind of more masculine feel to a shoe to kind of pair with a bit more dress pretty dress looks amazing thank you what are you wearing so my outfit today is I've gone for a Kate blouse so just quite feminine like the silky feel of it but then I've teamed it with my denim jeans so jeans are my thing I'm obsessed with jeans you are the denim expert and yeah, I just feel like me when I'm wearing them. So whenever I wear anything that's a little bit elevated, mm-hmm. I always try and like play it down with my with my denim and then my new Kate shoes, which nice. I'm obsessed with. Um, so I've got the sparkly heel. So just thought they add a little bit of something. And then Mary Jane. So it's a bit of a nod to the trend this season as well. Yeah, I forgot to mention I am wearing something that I'll discuss a little bit later, but I'm wearing the Aramon Grey power ego beads the ultra ego power yeah, beads. from emma's collection but we'll discuss it a little bit later but i had to mention it because i feel again you. like this is a bit new for me wearing black jewelry but i love them so that's our outfits of the day maybe give you a bit of an insight into our styles and so for this week's fashion journal we thought a really good place to start was sort of dig deep into how to elevate your style how to find your style so maybe we could start with describing each other's style okay Easy. So for me, you are polished. You're always polished. Whether you're going to an event, running around London, you always are well put together, for sure. You are really good at outfit building. So you put unexpected pieces together. I'm always like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. But somehow you kind of magically put these amazing pieces together and again, look really, really put together. And I have to say you are the denim expert. 
you have every wash of denim, every style of denim. <laughs> I can't find a denim, denim that fits me at all. Um, but you seem to have all of, you just know you're such a good denim expert. I need to basically raid your order and figure out what would suit me. But you have just a really amazing edit of denim, which I think is just amazing. I don't know how you found all these amazing pieces, but collecting for a long collecting. time many yes. years um thank you it always makes me laugh when you say that I'm polished because I are. definitely don't feel polished no I don't at all it's um but yeah thank you it's quite nice to be described as polished especially when you don't <laughs> how, feel would, like how it. would you describe your own style so my style I would say I try this isn't what I'm saying that I achieve but this is what I try and do is like relaxed a bit of a effortless sort of look yeah. but definitely a bit refined so if I am wearing a sort of a relaxed jean I might team it with like well like I've got on today like a nicer shoe a Chanel shoe if I'm wearing a grey tracksuit I might take my like top handle leather bag it's nice. a bit more structured so I think a little bit of a mix but then I do like to try and give my outfit a little bit of an edge as well so whether that is in maybe my makeup if I'm on a night out like a bit of a smoky eye or like I've got black nails on today mm. or with my jewellery um like I love my chunky Prada boots Yes. Maybe if I'm wearing a sort of a, a pretty dress, if I feel too polished, I always try and like bring, bring it, it back, bring it down. Okay. But I definitely feel like it does make sense when you say that I'm polished because the women whose style I admire, actually, when I look into that, they have got a bit of a polished vibe. So it is obviously what I'm drawn to, but okay. just never, never thought that I was Who are there. the women that you admire? Um, so I love like the fashion editors. Sarah Harris is someone that I just, I feel like if ever I'm in a bit of a style rut, I could have a look at some of her images and I'm like, oh yeah, that's... She's your I think she just reminds me to keep it simple. You okay. don't have to have this big outfit sort of every time you're you're going out. Um, I also love Lisa Aitken. Um, I love seeing what she's wearing to all of the shows. So yeah, but how about you? Should I describe your style? On, so yeah, <laughs> I think you are completely effortless. I feel like you are... I've not seen your wardrobe, but I feel like it would be very edited and everything in there is absolutely you mm. I think you make very considered purchases and I think you're very confident in your own style I feel like I suppose maybe from all of your years working in the fashion industry and, and doing the styling you've probably really got that down to a T learned so many like tips and tricks which I can't wait for you to share with us but yeah I know obviously you love like oversized pieces you're very inspired by like menswear and then yeah the accessories queen I love all of your accessories and you always know how to elevate your outfit with accessories thanks thanks feel very flattered um but yeah you kind of write for me that's true I love accessories that is my place I am very much simple formula when I put outfits together um definitely men's were inspired I definitely more like a more of an androgynous look I'm always about oversized love tailoring but then I will try and offset certain things with the accessories or make things feel a bit more feminine whether it is details or shoulders or um you know the finishing touches like you say like makeup or earrings and jewelry so yeah that is right and, the, and you're right too I think when it comes to inspiration someone I love is Tylin Lewin she's on Instagram and as it looks incredible she's super super polished and really elegant as well yeah, really elegant, so elegant but looks she makes really cool kind of menswear inspired looks her and she's very true to herself but I think you're right I think years of experience figuring out 
what makes sense. I have to be comfortable. That is my first rule, be comfortable. That's not just in footwear, that is in clothes. If I don't feel right, I can't really leave the house. I'm I just same. feel like Anything's I'm, too fussy yeah, or complicated. I'm not myself. So it has to be comfortable. I think, you know, years of trodding the kind of pavements and commuting and being in different stores in those kind of early mornings, I like a flat shoe. Um, I definitely also like a flat shoe when I go out as well. I feel elegant that way. So, And it's just dressing to your lifestyle, yes. isn't it? Which I think is really important. I think it's all very well to look at people to emulate their style but if they've got a completely different lifestyle to you or live in a different climate it's you've got to know like what inspiration to take yes and not yeah there's bits that you have to take from people but I think you have to make sure it makes sense for yourself and I think that's also how you get your own signature your own uniform your own formula and I think that's when people look like themselves because they look confident in their own skin which is really important where do you find your inspiration or what kind of tips do you do to kind of curate that look and that formula for yourself where do you look so mood boarding is a huge thing for me I've been doing it for years actually even pre-pinterest i've got a little that's folder that i thought you. what just simple images put Cutting into a folder. images out of magazines wow. yeah okay. it's so old it was before i mean i discovered pinterest or before definitely before instagram and it was you just like see the celebrities and what they're wearing and i would cut it out and i just think it has always inspired me um i think there are a few little tips and tricks to think of when mood boarding a lot of obviously pinterest is the most obvious place mm. to do it but don't just look at images in Pinterest mm-hmm. because a lot of people say to me oh I can't find them sort of yeah. pictures that I'm looking for if I do look on Pinterest I will always add street style because I think that filters out quite a lot but I also like I will save from my Instagram to Pinterest I also go on to designers websites look how they're styling their pieces because I think you can obviously they're working with the top stylist mm-hmm. so you can get some really good tips um catwalk images as well like I know we've just recently had the, all the the catwalk shows I think there's so much inspiration that you could take nice. and it just really helps like just refine what you like about yeah. an outfit I think for me one of my kind of tips is to find somebody that you admire or love. I've got a couple of personal ones. So my grandparents, they've both passed away. This is not a sad podcast, but I've definitely raided my late granddad's and grandma's wardrobes. Um, You've seen me wear my granddad's blazers and I didn't really... really lovely. Yeah, I love that. that. I feel like I've got some kind of gems. I didn't appreciate their style when they were, you know, around. But I look back now and think, wow, there are some gems in that wardrobe. So that the wardrobe is empty. So they really influenced you. Yes. They were both always polished. My grandma was always in a blazer, hat, a bag. She was had an amazing sort of scarf on. So I think I've taken that from her. And my granddad was always in tailoring and just suited and booted and just made such an effort. So I think for me, having those inspirations, I just know where to look and to find. And I know what I want to feel like and I want to feel like them. They had yes. that real power and energy when they left for work or wherever they were going. Um, so for me, it's always important to have those people in mind. So it might not be a famous person or someone on Instagram. It might be someone closer to home, which is also really inspiring. So when you wake up in the morning yeah. and you're, you're going, you've got meetings, how do you sort of think of, like, how do you put your outfit together? I think that's quite a sort of yeah interesting to get into other people's minds because I suppose we get into such a routine and a habit of doing yeah it. so yeah what's I'm your definitely process? a planner so I always yeah. know where I'm going obviously the next day so I'm definitely thinking about where it is how I'm getting there am I on a train am I in the car 
Um, so I definitely need to be comfortable first for sure. And I think it's always about starting with that item. Yeah. So if I'm starting with the dress, then it's just easy because then it's just accessories, the bag, the shoes. Again, I love an accessory. I have a lot of amazing investment pieces, which I've been lucky to purchase over the years. So for me, it's always about that one piece. I always end up thinking like, I want to wear that one jacket. So then I kind of build from there. Um, I'm not somebody who can just open the wardrobe and then magically put an outfit together. I think that's more your suit. Oh, but for me, it's that one piece. That's why I also do love suiting because it's just easy. Yes. It's a suit, it's two pieces. And then I'm wearing a cool t-shirt underneath it about exercising. So for me, it's about Have fun making with your accessories. it simple for myself. Yes. Um, but it is about how you want to show up as well. I yeah. think that's also the key. It's like if I'm going to a meeting, I might want to be professional, but with a little bit of my own flair, a bit of personality. Mm. Um, if I'm doing nothing chill, then I'm in a tracksuit, yeah, chunky trainers, blazer. Yeah. That's simple. So it's always about how I want to feel, how I want to show up yeah. to the world and how easy and comfortable I can make it. Yes, make it feel like you. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. I've been looking up to see your wardrobe, you haven't seen mine. Um, and you've got quite a bit more of a bigger wardrobe than mine. I think, Yes. how do you do it? Because I think if you see your wardrobe, I think it could be quite overwhelming, but I know you can get in there, get an outfit out and go. So yeah. what is your kind of formula? How do Definitely you, got too process? much stuff. I would still like to edit it down a little bit more, but my process would be very similar to you. Mm. I would have a, a certain item in mind. So like yesterday I had a few events, had a meeting to go to and I had some high-waisted gold sign jeans with a slightly wide leg and I was like okay I want I want you to wear that, that. The and then piece. I will build the outfit around it and I've been thinking a lot lately actually about the three word system so it's not something that I I know there's a lot of talk around it at the moment but it's not something I'd really paid much attention to because okay. I, I was a bit more like oh no I'm quite instinctive with what I'm wearing I sort of know what works and what doesn't but I've been looking into it a little bit more lately and I think when you've got like three words so like I said at the beginning of like describing my style of how I would like to look of the um like effortless, mm -hmm. um, like refined, polished, and with a bit of an edge. That's been really helping me build outfits lately. So yesterday I had on like similar blouse to this, a bit of a prettier blouse. So that was my like polished. Yes. Then my jeans I felt Ooh. were giving me my bit of my like effortless, bit of denim. And then to give it a little bit of an edge, there wasn't much edge to my outfit yesterday but again I had like the black nails and I, I sort of I had my black beads on yesterday so I felt like it gives so it's almost you think of those three things and it really helps you sort of stay on track and yes. it really helps when you're shopping as well and there's also like a sliding scale of it so it's almost like that was yesterday because I was going to a meeting mm. so maybe I wanted to be a bit more polished but on another day I want maybe want to be a bit more effortless so you can sort of play around with it so I quite like that system it's a bit of a new thing that I'm doing nice. but I do think if ever you're in a little bit of a style mm. rut think of them three words three words and look at your outfit if it's feeling a little bit off I think proportions are massive for, for both Huge. of us um and it can just be those little tweaks that just really make an outfit like take it from being a bit basic to yeah. actually elevating it so whether that's rolling the sleeves or tucking the it shirt is all the details. in it's the details yeah it's almost if I've got like a slimmer jean on and a, a tighter blazer it's like it's not gonna work because mm -hmm. it's not that's not how I like to show up I, yeah. I want to be comfortable relaxed so yeah I can wear the slimmer pant but I put on an oversized yes. jacket so it's just playing around with the proportions yeah. I think is really important I think you said it about me, about oversize. I think for me, it's about 
making it feel me. So I might buy something two sizes bigger or I'll shop the men's department actually. I'll go straight into menswear, find something that feels more me. Um, I think that's a great way as well. I think you can find some amazing pieces in pre-loved, you know, shopping pre-loved or um, pre-owned sites. I think you can find some You are amazing... the queen of pre-loved. I love pre-loved. I'll take you denim shopping. Perfect. You I've take got a good pre-loved spot. shopping. Yes. I think you can find some amazing gems that are really unique and no one maybe have them. And I think, again, you can make that feel more you. So I think... Yes. Buying a blazer that's a little bit too big for me makes me feel powerful. If I had something a bit more fitted and tailored, I would probably not feel myself. So I think it's also about what are those nuances Mm -hmm. and how can you find it? Maybe it's shopping a different apartment and just making sure it just feels you at all times. This is it. It's not about it being right or wrong. It's what's what's right for you. Like, what do you feel right in? If if that's your look, then that's what you have to try to to, to look out for. But I think your point on pre-loved and having things that no one else has got... I think now more than ever is actually really important where, like we say, there's so much noise and sometimes you can often see the same thing again and again. So really, if you tap into that pre-loved, it can really help define your your personal style. And find things that you just are not out there and you're you you, you yeah. know can you and have it that does one feel piece? really special it does feel special you I've know when not you get definitely that. not got as much well, pre-loved you went as you to, but I've got a few bits yeah, and you, yeah you got a nice um shirt that was an old Celine shirt and that yes. must felt so good to have that in your yes. wardrobe yeah it really does it does it feels it does feel even more special so yeah definitely what would be your tips for pre-loved shopping where would you head to oh relux so I um know um, the stylist and founder Claire Richardson and she has an amazing amazing edit of pre-loved items such a good eye so so good she has some amazing people that are you know selling to her so they've obviously brought some amazing pieces I don't know how she finds everything else but it looks incredible I'm um, actually I've sold something to her before I sold a Burberry Mac there that was just again I bought it a few years ago when it was a little bit more oversized and it's not oversized anymore. So I sold it to her. It was a beautiful khaki um, trench and it sold. And it was amazing to be able to sell that piece and, and to give it a new home. But she has some really she amazing pieces. pieces. So Relux is amazing. And also rented as well. I think there's some yeah. really great pieces yeah, that you can find rented. Yeah, that's a really good Selfridges, you can find things that are... Especially if you're going to a wedding yes. and you want something that you're not going to wear that often. Actually renting it is a really good idea. Yeah. And then how about, how often do you edit your wardrobe? Because I do think like what your, your point on the me, like how do I choose an outfit? Because yeah. I have got a lot of stuff and it, it does really help when I have had a good, I had a good yeah. clear out of the weekend and it does give you fresh eyes and it does really help to take that time to go into your wardrobe and look at what you've got. Yeah. I'm definitely a lover of shopping your wardrobe first. Yeah. So always go into your wardrobe first. I will fold things down, put things under the bed in the attic and then seasonally kind of refresh and see what I'm thinking. Things might not fit anymore. I might not feel that same vibe anymore. You may fall out of love. Um, I've definitely got tons of friends that can, you know, benefit from having those pieces. So I definitely keep an edited wardrobe and that's why it makes it easier for me to find the pieces that I love. Um, My accessories definitely are not as edited. (laughs) I love a shoe, a bag, jewellery. I'm like a magpie. I just keep buying jewellery all the time. But it's those pieces that just finish off your look so I definitely do it quite often yeah um donating to charity giving to friends and just reworking things you know making sure things feel good feel good um, yes. maybe having to change the buttons or get things tailored yeah um, that's a good idea because there's probably so much stuff in people's wardrobes that they don't wear because they don't fit quite right yes. whereas actually if you just take the time to to get them sorted and I think it could be a really good addition thinking about elevating your style and you want to know where to go first I mm-hmm. think Sometimes it's just nicer to stop the noise and just yes. see what you've got and reassess. I, I think would, it's always important to make the right judgment when you know what you've got. 
100%. I always say to people, if they're in a bit of a style rut and they feel like they've lost their way, don't buy. Yep. Not the time to go shopping and add to the to the noise in your wardrobe. Yes. Look at what you've got. What I sometimes do when I'm editing my wardrobe is I'll have a row and I'll pop things on it that I'm not quite sure. And then when I've got time, maybe when I've done my hair and makeup, nice. I'll try them on and then see. And if they're not right, you know, then I will donate. SmartWorks Charity is actually a really amazing place, an incredible charity um, that helps women get back in the workplace. So if you have got those pieces, it might just inspire you a little bit more to go in your wardrobe and you know they're going to an amazing home. So yeah, so that would be my tip. Nice. So yeah, it's all about find those inspiration, shopping your wardrobe first. So then after you've shopped your wardrobe, yes, that you that you do need you need a few little yes. key bits. How then do you like do you have you got specific things in mind when you go shopping? Do you sort of browse the stores and then anything that catches your eye? I'm always making a wish list and kind of analysing whether I really need that item or am I getting influenced too much yeah, to buy, course, you know, yeah. you can get carried away with the trends and what everyone mm-hmm. is wearing. So it's definitely important not to kind of go out and make that rash decision. Exactly. So I would definitely make an, ed- an edited wish list, go back and check it. Is there something that I can make work that I've already got? Does my mom have something? I mean, I definitely have the coolest. She's almost 60, but the coolest mom out there. So I definitely will read her order and see what she's got first. Um, and very often she's got pieces that I need and she and we would definitely swap. Um, so that's a benefit of mine. I've got a daughter that does that to me now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so definitely checking what I've got in the house or in someone else's house first. And just seeing you know, how much I'm going to get the wear out of mm-hmm. it. I know, is it um, a basic that I want an elevated piece? Is it really like investment piece that I might need to wait and, and hold off and save for? So it's definitely good to get it down on paper and working out what that, you know, where that fits in my wardrobe. And if I've thought about it a lot and if it's something that I really just feel yeah. that energy from and I know I can make it work and I can make an outfit in my mind or I've seen somebody that's wearing it and I'm like, yes, I could do that then I'll probably make the decision then. Yeah, like the rose sandals, you uh, know it's going to work so well in your yes. wardrobe and elevate And actually, funny enough, I bought these sandals, returned them because I was like, I don't know if I can spend that much money on them and then instantly regretted it. Right. And then bought them back again. So I knew then that was it. And sometimes the pieces may live in your wardrobe a little bit longer and then when you bring them out, yes. you're like, yes, you don't I stop wearing them. why I had to yeah. keep that piece. So it's about a feeling as well, that energy, I think. Yeah. What's do you, how do you do it? So I... I mean, I suppose for my job as a content yes. creator, I'm always putting together edits. So I am constantly on new in. I'm constantly looking at content and inspiration. So I do have to really feel like you're going to be a really good influence on me for this. Could be a bit bad and good. <laughs> <laughs> so I do feel, but I, I try and have this like 70-30 approach. Okay. So I felt like there was one time of quite a few years ago where I just felt like I had a lot of print, a lot of colour. There was a lot going in on my wardrobe and I was I was finding it harder to create outfits. So I've sort of pulled back. I now try and keep my 70% my go-to pieces. So this will be my denim, my t-shirts, my shirts, the real easy to style pieces. And then 30%, the more... I guess like the fun pieces, mm. like my must-haves. It's like when you know when you see something and it makes your heart sing and you're like, I must have that. So that sort of keeps me in check a little bit more. Okay. So I'm not constantly buying things that I love. Yep. It's a bit more considered. I'm trying to have a little bit of a system going on. And I think you're yeah, going back to like the three words that I've sort of given myself now. I think that's going to really help when instead of like you say being influenced by something just because somebody else looks Mm -hmm. good on it or it might be like a cult item and you're like oh I need it I need it it's like 
Do I need it? Yep. Is it going to help elevate my wardrobe or is it just a cult piece that I want because I've seen someone whose style I adore wearing yeah. it and looking amazing, which that can happen to me quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think on my 30, my kind of 70, my 30 would be my accessories. Yep. And that's where I have more fun. I might play with colour. I'm not that much into colour, but you know, I'll play a little bit there. Ebony um, bought a green. We went to the Ray pop-up at yes. matches and she bought a green suit yes. that she thinks she's added a lot of colour into her I mean, wardrobe. if you were to describe it, it would be what? Khaki, sagey sage colour. That is a lot of colour in my wardrobe. That is a lot of colour. But I think it's why it feels good you. is that the suit is oversized, kind of a bit mensy. So the foundation is the 70% is yes. what I know. But the 30 is that little delve into colour. Yes. I love it looking at it that way. Yeah. That's it. You're comfortable because of the style and the cut of the suit and then the colour is a bit out of your comfort zone. Awesome. So some good tips there from the Fashion Journal. Three words, shopping free love and shopping your wardrobe, finding inspiration, people that you love yep. and mood boarding. Mood board. Yeah. So that is the Fashion Journal. And next week's Fashion Journal, it will be spring trends. Yes. I'm getting excited. I can feel it getting... Well, I can't wait to hear what's on your shopping list for spring. We'll get there. So each week we'll be asking you to send us your outfit dilemmas and we'll be sure to answer them. Make them as detailed as possible and yeah, we're excited to see what you've come up with. Yeah, can't wait to hear this week's. So let me read it to you. So I work in a corporate environment. Although I love clothes and fashion, I have to keep my work uniform classic to conform with the traditional office dress codes. Any advice on how I introduce some fun and personality into my daily outfits that won't scare my male colleagues or overshadow my authority? And that is from Henrietta in Nottingham. I actually made some notes for this one because I thought it was a really good question and I had to have a little bit think about it. So it doesn't have to mean like bright primary colours. I Mm -hmm. think you can be thinking about textures and details that catch the light or or offer like a bit of a textual dimension. I think when in doubt, add accessories. So I would wear a simple suit, but maybe add a belt with a really nice buckle Shoes maybe in a different colour and maybe play with a neck scarf or jewellery. Um, Totem do some amazing neck scarves and you can kind of tuck them into your shirt or even wear them just with the simple suit. I think that can add a little bit of flair as well. For me, I love a tonal suit head to toe the same colour. So I would love to have different shades of the same colour, but maybe kind of play with different textures to add personality. I would say think 90s Jill Sander, Helmut Lang, um, Bianca Jagger, maybe a bit more of a wide leg. Um, Also, I don't know whether you can in a corporate environment, but maybe you could wear more of an oversized jacket. Maybe could you even wear a men's suit? You know, shopping in the men's department can be amazing and maybe invest in something getting tailored to make it fit really you. And I would say think shape and silhouette. So double-breasted, exaggerated shoulders. I think that's where you can make personality without it being colour. Yes. Obviously coming from me, it wouldn't be adding colour. So I would be saying play more with silhouette and textures and having that personality and flair there yeah a brand that comes to mind for me would be Sefin Mm -hmm. so they design clothes for like the busy woman so like perfect for women that work in that corporate environment that might be going you know work to dinners and they've got a skirt this season that I saw that I thought when you mentioned like textures so it's a a A line leather skirt so I thought maybe that sort of shape could work really well but keep the you know maybe like with a shirt at the top so it's quite a nice sort of a bit more of a different look and you could wear that in so many different ways so you could invest in that piece and then bring in other like your basics from like Uniqlo and places like that to team with it also maybe like check out brands like Blaze Milano and not necessarily to wear that full outfit 
they are really investment blazers they're incredible but just for some styling ideas Mm. like when I looked at their website recently they had um and again what you're saying with tonal they had a a suit in this print and they had the shirt in the same print as well and it just looked or they had like little little styling tricks of like how they'd like done the 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 shirt collar over the blazer and things like that so it just might just give you a little bit more inspiration on how to make that office corporate style work more for your personal your fashion personality where you want to inject a little bit more fun cool and I'd also just quickly say don't worry about scaring your male colleagues just own it own the room have your power in your outfit and just enjoy enjoy fashion please send in more of your questions we'll be excited to answer more and Yep, DM us at Ebony Louise Francis at MRO Style. Yep, we'll find us at the Redress Podcast. So to round up the first episode, we're going to be sharing what's on our wish list. So add to wish list. Ebony, what's on yours? Okay, so my first item to add to wish list is the meditation app called Superhuman. It is a really amazing app that you can do while you're cleaning, while you're walking. I think there's even ones while you're sleeping. I think it's a really great app if you're not feeling like you've got time to sit there and be zen but you want to still kind of be active and doing things I've actually done some writing meditations and I really feel that they're just really powerful and just kind of set the endorphins going so a really really great app oh I'm going to download that one yes my second one is the Loewe tank now that is something that I thought about and I've had on my mind on my wish list for a little while so we want it. We may have already bought it. Um, but that is something that is an elevated basic and I will wear over and over again under a blazer every day, going out, whatever. It's just an easy piece. Um, and as a little bit of detail with the obviously the obvious label in the, in the middle. And my third thing is my most cherished. It is my beads from your collection with Armin Gray. Um, so this is the Emma Thatcher. Um, how, what is the official so title? So they are the Alter Ego Power Beads. Power Beads. And I've got the matte black. I'm loving to experiment with jewellery. So not always wearing kind of gold necklaces. And I think this is just really chic, amazing. So um, chic, obviously great you? to support you as well in that. And they're just easy to wear. You have them in matte black, yep. a bit more of a high shine black, and then a clear. I mean, it took me ages to decide which one yes. I wanted. <laughs> Basically, I want all three, but I've done on the matte black because I think it's just easy access, but amazing. So love them. Congrats. Thank you so yeah. much. Add them, wear it. Add them to your wish list. You wear it yes. very well. Thank you. So my three things this week would be, so stripe and stair knickers. I've got ebony converted. They are literally the most comfortable knickers. I'm wearing them now. Ever. <laughs> We've actually been given a code to celebrate the launch of the redress. So if you use code redress20, you will get 20% off. So they've also got, they've got knickers on there. They've got bodysuits. They've got loungewear, like, but the fabric, it's, I I don't know how they do it. I have to admit, I opened the box and I put them on and I was like, this is amazing. Are they made from trees? I think they're made from trees. They are so soft. I basically want to get rid of all of my undies and just convert to them. They are incredible. Number two would be fluid form Pilates. So I've really got into my Pilates the last year and I never thought I'd be able to like motivate myself to do it at home. But the way that this lady does it, I think her name is Christine King and she's in Australia. So sometimes you get the backdrop of these like the sea and it's just amazing and just the way she explains it just really like she say about what muscle will be hurt and you're like yes that's that That's is hurt. Hurt. I'm yes. doing it right and she does these different challenges so at the minute I'm doing the 21 day ab challenge it might take me longer than 21 days because <laughs> I have a few little days where I skip but I, I like a challenge I like a bit of an end an end goal yeah um so she's got loads of different challenges on there just 
a lot of them like between 15 and I'd say 15 and 30 minutes. I need so to try this out. Easy to fit in. I like to get up in the morning, get it done. I literally do it in my pajamas. Oh. It's just, it's so easy to fit in okay. and you do feel the benefits and if I'm consistent see the benefits but okay. yeah Definitely I just, I just, just the way it makes me feel also like the stretching and the moving so that's number two and then I think number three would be my I don't know does it am I cheating add to wish list but I'm wearing them so it's, it's my right? it's my Kate shoes so this is my like latest purchase so I know I sort of mentioned them earlier but I think maybe like that style shoe if you're looking to sort of invest in a new style of shoe the, like the Mary Janes are definitely back in a big way at the moment. And I just, I love Kate. I think it's an incredible brand. And I just so think chic. I'm up in my accessories game. So yeah, that would be my third one. I'm, I'm rubbing up on you. <laughs> you are. Amazing. So that is it. Add to wish list. Episode one is done. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I really enjoyed that. Oh no, me too. It's just amazing. I'm excited to see what next week brings. What's on your wish list for next week? Yes. Chatting all things spring trends. Yes. Spring trends what inspires us spring accessories and more questions from you so please please write in and let us know your outfit dilemmas and we're going to add all of the links to everything we're wearing anything that we've mentioned um the redress code for the stripe and stare redress 20 all in the show notes as well so check that out if you'd like some more information and also you can watch us on youtube if you're listening head over to youtube and you can see us if you would like to follow us on all the socials we're at the redress podcast and you can subscribe to the podcast too please send us your outfit dilemmas and be in touch and we'll see you next week